Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back, mom and listeners. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. <laughs> we just watched episode three of Loki, but you and I haven't watched... We watched two episodes together, so I guess there was one we missed. Why don't we start off with you just telling us like what you think is happening so far? I yeah, as you well, understand, this will be this will be a short conversation. I have no clue. Um, I like my thoughts are very random and out of order right now. Um, <laughs> So out of order, I'm going to start with this because it's the one thing that's on my mind. When the se- when the second episode starts and they're in that renaissance fair land, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that Agnes that comes when they first walk out? Is that Agnes? No, no, no. That's a different actor with long hair. But um, it's not it her. It looks like her, though. Kind of. I think. <laughs> Okay, well, got that out of the way. Um, <laughs> I, it's this one's very hard for me to follow. Okay. So I have no idea what, like the what. Yeah, you should probably just start. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry guys, that was my idea out the window. But so basically. I'll try and sum up kind of the plot points since we're three episodes in. Um, but the show starts off, we have the first episode's kind of a overview of like where we're at. Um, it's very much a pilot, but uh, we know that Loki's a variant. He wasn't supposed to pick up the text in Avengers Endgame uh, that we see when they go back in time. So the Time Variance Authority, the TVA, goes back scoops him up, they explain everything and how they try to keep the timeline to one clean timeline. Um, And anything that, like, isn't supposed to happen, they, like, clip off. So they're basically holding the trial to erase him. He gets out of it um, as a means of kind of helping Owen Wilson's character, Mobius, to find this other Loki who's been causing trouble. Right. So then episode two arises... And we're kind of, it's like we get Detective Loki a little bit. Um, and he, like, pieces together they're hiding apocalypses. Because if you hide an apocalypse, you can do anything you want. Because everyone's going to die anyway. So okay. So they kind of explode, expose that flaw in the TVA's system. Um, so by going to Pompeii and messing with people of Pompeii and then realizing that nothing changes the timeline's fine because they're all dead anyway so after that they try and figure out where the other loki is they narrow down to this superstore in the future um that's gonna you know go kaput and that's where they kind of track her down they find uh, well, we don't know what's her yet, but they track the other Loki down, and we realize this variant is a female version of Loki. Um, and he follows her into the portal, which brings us to episode three, where we kind of spend a majority of the episode spending time with them, figuring out uh, what this female version of Loki is, who calls herself Sylvie, um, what 
what makes her tick, what, you know, her past has kind of been like, and now they're kind of like on a race to kind of survive this new apocalypse that they've been thrust into. Um, because Loki interrupted her plans to mess with the time. Which she understands that more than he does. Yes. Which that was a part that was a little confusing, right? Right. Okay. So maybe we'll start here. Um, I think one of the things to like do a recap on was kind of like the theory of like the multiverse slash like multiple timelines. Yes. Um, so the multiverse theory is kind of like a very vague scientific theory that what if there's like our universe where we can like touch everything and like, you know, we know what our past is and our present and everything. But what if there are other universes that are very similar to ours, but have slight variations. So, which would kind of be different timelines. So in this example, Loki started to create a different universe where he escapes the Avengers prison, like imprisoning him and by sealing the Tesseract again. So he was going to create a new timeline in a different universe which is why the Time Variance Authority gets him because they didn't want him to create a new timeline. So he is a different Loki than we've seen in all the other movies because he got picked up in 2012 instead of got off in Infinity War in 2018. Okay. So where Sylvie comes in is Sylvie is a product of, she is, she is a Loki, it, Loki's been confirmed to be gender fluid and uh, so like he, can, he doesn't really assign himself to a gender um, but then he uh, sorry one second I gotta close the door my boyfriend's distracting me ah, ah, ah. okay that our family's so passive aggressive <laughs> no sorry I didn't, he didn't even hear me I was more just like I can't focus <laughs> but uh oh, yeah. anyway someone's listening in <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um so where sylvie comes into play is she is a different variation of loki she's loki's gender fluid doesn't assign to a gender but earlier in this version of loki's life they were probably identifying as a female at the time or they were born as a girl first. Um, I don't know how that all work. But anyway, this, <laughs> this Loki was a girl. Um, and they talk about in episode three, how like she has different experiences than uh, our Loki in that like her parents like told her she was adopted, which is this Loki we know his parents did not. That's right. why he has so many problems. <laughs> right. And so, like, we already know that there's subtle differences, but just in the way she was raised. Um, so at some point, the Time Variance Authority decided that wasn't okay. So they picked her up from her timeline. And when she, I believe when she was younger, there's, like, been a promo of her, uh, the actress talking about her character. And we've seen, like, some clips of her uh, as a child. Okay. So I think that next episode is when we'll get more backstory on her. But... Yeah. She's been on the run from the TVA since she was little. So that's why she has more experience than Lo this Loki, who okay. only figured out everything as an adult. 
Okay. So that's kind of where she has this knowledge and also this, uh, what's the word? Bitterness um, yes. in her. <laughs> yes. So that's kind of like how all of those things culminate in this one character, uh, for lack of a better term. And there's okay. also been, there's a theory that they're going to turn this version of Loki into Enchantress, which is a character in Marvel Comics related to the Thor comics. Um, and she's like an Asgardian. I think she's in the comics, the child of Loki actually, but whatever. Um, but in the comics, her name, she goes as Sylvie in one of the comics runs, um, which is what this Loki has decided to call herself because she doesn't want to be associated with the other Lokis. She thinks they're disgraceful. Um, and she just wants to be like, identify as her own person because technically she isn't, she isn't the same as this Loki. She has her own experiences. Her own life is different. Right. Um, so she is kind of her own unique person. So this may be Marvel's way of saying, well, we'll just keep this character and make her our enchantress um, because she's used the word enchant when she's talked about like how she's um, spelled these people to follow her bidding. Oh. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be kind of, Marvel's done that a little bit with like taking things and um, slightly tweaking them to fit their own uh, fun agenda and kind of adapt them for audiences who might not <laughs> know or care like as me? much. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that'd be kind of cool. But that's kind of where we see her character now. Um, I will say this show has felt more straightforward than I think like WandaVision, there's still some mystery as to like where it's going, which I like a little more mystery than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. But, um, so, but it is kind of like the, it is a very linear kind of plot line, even though it talks about non-linear timelines. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, it's, it's confusing. I will say I like Loki. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to end up really liking him, which is probably, you know, kind of my mo to go for the bad boy um <laughs> not saying that don't recommend it not saying that's a good thing just saying that that's what i do <laughs> um but i mean he is like she keeps using that i mean he is enchanting to me like <laughs> he is i don't know he's he's a funny man well, it's it's funny because do you remember before you started watching this show? Like, I hated oh. him. Yeah, I did. I hated him. Still, I mean, I'm still kind of up in the air about him right now. But I mean, he's witty, and like when he's telling the stories about his mom and stuff, like then you feel you have this compassion for him. Like he's on, he feels like more of the sensitive type than she is. Agreed. Well, and it's she seems pretty hard. Yeah, well, and I think that's kind of what makes the show interesting, right? Is that, like, are you, there's kind of this metaphor for nature versus nurture. Like, are we born one way, or is it the product of how we're raised kind of make right. us who we are? Right, which um, I think, I think it's both. Agreed. I think they have, like, there's, like, similarities in, like, how much they enjoy chaos. Um, and they, like, enjoy, like, inflicting that on people. But I almost I th feel like he's he's trying to find out what her experiences are because to see if he's jealous of her experiences. He wishes he had her experiences. 
where her experience is better than his or not, you know, like, is it going to make him come full circle to maybe have his memories not be as bad about like, maybe it, he becomes a little softer after he learns that maybe her experiences were worse or I don't know. That's, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it, but it'll be interesting. No, I like that. And I think it is kind of, what's interesting is that in the movies, Loki kind of got a redemption arc throughout the films and then he died. But now we have this other Loki who has to go through like another sort of redemption kind of thing. Uh So I think they're using her as a method of like doing that for him. Um, but I think, I think it's well done in a way that he still feels fun and lighthearted because he hasn't dealt with all the heaviness of this other Loki stuff. But I think one of the, they're also exploring in this is the idea of, um, what is freedom or like, what is like destiny or what is there like, is choice a reality? Because in here, in first episode, they, he's like, well, the TBAs decides like, everything like what every person in all of reality does at any given point in time like across all these planets across all these like time and space they're like you have to do this at this time in this way and he's like so there's no free will and if there is free will they erase those people from existence right to keep it one specific way so but like loki his big shtick in the beginning is his whole speech is like well freedom is a great lie except for me. So it's kind of like now he is the champion of freedom and it's kind of reversed his role being like, oh, I want to control everyone where he's like, no, I want there to be chaos. Like, could, like chaos is breeds creativity. There's free will, there's choice kind of thing. Um, so it's kind of interesting how they flipped that mantra on his head. So now he's the champion of free will. And I think what he'll what'll become because in episode two which they don't really touch on in this episode is sylvie bombed quote unquote the sacred time so like she created a bunch of branches by dropping all of those bombs throughout history i don't know if you remember that oh yes that's right that because that's her yeah so she did that right before she portaled out of there which is the start of episode three but uh so it'll be interesting to see what the fallout is because that would mean that Loki and Sylvie are kind of the cause of the multiverse now. Um, Cause now they've created all these alternate timelines, which could create all these earths and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I guess where I'm confused, again, they just thought of this, you know, the lady, um, the African American lady, that mm-hmm. that cop the like or whatever they are i'm calling them cops <laughs> yeah um so that was really sylvie oh so she yes and no so that girl uh she was actually her own person her own character um but when they're in the mall and she takes loki with her sylvie uses one guy she's controlling to enchant another person which is that guard so she talks through that guard by controlling them. So at that point, it was Sylvie, but she just like was body hopping until we eventually see who she really was. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So it wasn't actually like the African-American lady, Sylvie, 
Yes. She just was body hopping. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense now. Because so I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> You're okay. like, who is this lady been the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> well, in one of the big reveals, so I think this is kind of where episode three is moving forward now. Because in, well, ap- the show is moving after episode three. Because there's the big reveal. Because episode three is kind of like a, it doesn't really do much to forward the story. It's more a character study on who Sylvie is. Because um, there's not really a lot of plot there. But Sylvie does say, she's like, well, the TVA are people, are variants from other timelines and other Earths that the Time Variance Authority has taken and like mind wiped into thinking they've only ever lived to serve the TVA. Right? Right. Because right. Mobius is like, this is my whole life. This is how I was born. This is how I was raised. I, you know, I'm this time space right. cop. But Loki's like, well, they don't know that. Right. Like, they don't know. So I think what's going to end up happening is Loki and Sylvie, or maybe not Sylvie, um, are eventually going to, like, try and spill the beans on who the TVA is. Because I think what Sylvie's endgame ultimately is... Because she's being hunted just for existing, right? Right. Which is, like, the worst. (laughs) Right. And I, understandably, would also go on a crusade to, like, screw up whatever authority was doing that. And so... I think her end game is to kind of reinstate this idea of free will in the multiverse, regardless of what the consequences are. And I think Loki is going to join her on that. And part of what they're going to do is they're going to recruit the members of the TVA to be like, this is, these are your oppressors. You are the oppressed. You are not the people keeping that you think you are. Okay. Okay. So like, that'll be kind of, it'll be interesting to see if that comes up. But if it doesn't, regardless, the show's just kind of a fun, like, it's, like, this whole episode where they're talking about what is love, and he goes on that whole rant about love is a dagger, and then she's like, love is an imaginary dagger? (laughs) He's like, it's not good, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's fun. So, like, I'm having, I'm having fun with the show, but part of why I'm trying to figure out, like, what's going to happen is because Kevin Feige, um, president of Marvel Studios, um, as a resume reminder, um, has said that Loki is going to be the show that has the most implications for the movies and the future of their studio moving forward. So that's kind of why I'm interested to see, like, okay, well, like, how? Yeah, but they seem to say things, and then sometimes I feel like they don't come to fruition. Like, so is, is that why you're curious? Yeah, because like they 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 feed you this stuff, and they're like, okay, well, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Ooh, that was anticlimactic. Yeah, I yeah, exactly. Because I think because the trailer sometimes too. Sometimes they'll yeah. show, show something in a trailer that doesn't end up happening in a movie. Right. So, I think, and all of it's a guessing game. Like none of this like really matters. Like they have this like whole roadmap lined out. Um. But I think I think that's kind of the fun of it is to see where they go and then get surprised when you're like, oh, I was off base. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think I think that's what I'm trying. Like that's what I'm curious about. But like films like Black Widow or like Shang Chi, um, those films won't really be impacted by this. But this show could impact like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, um, things like that. Okay. 
So it's kind of like fun to see like where specifically different things will intersect, especially now. Yeah, I guess. I guess. You know me. I don't put I I enjoy it for what it actually is, where you have all this like in depth information. I don't have any of that. So I'm just <laughs> like, oh, it's a show. I'm not done. Like in my mind, it's not leading to anything. Mm-hmm. Even though in your mind it is leading to something, and I'm sure in every Marvel person it's supposed to lead to something whereas I just enjoy it for what it is at the moment. Which I that's why I enjoy talking to you because sometimes you're just like so engrossed (laughs) in what's happening in front of you I'm like oh yeah. I'm like you're right it is about being in the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't typically live my life that way so it's kind of funny. It's good that I have no preconceived notions of any of this because I, otherwise, I'd be doing exactly what you're doing, but I'm not because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> that's where I get it I'm just it hoping from. to hang. I'm just hoping to be able to hang with it. <laughs> yeah. Just take a chill brain break. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do have a question for your opinions on this. It feels like the show is kind of pushing this Sylvie-Loki romance kind of a little bit, which I felt weird about. Because I'm like, well, they're the same person. But also, they're technically, like, completely different people because they have completely different experiences. Thoughts? I don't don't know if I feel that. Oh. And maybe they are, but I just don't. I don't know. I was only thinking of that because they had this big speech about, like, well, what is love? And But I took that more as he's asking... Her, he was asking about her mother or asking about his family like how and she, and because he had talked about his and that was the reference to love okay i mean he did ask if there was a significant other in her life which i felt like that was because we have this whole like is loki a boy or girl or you know who, who whatever so like yeah. i took that as that was just kind of a I don't know, a, a way of saying, you know, bringing, adding to the whole we don't know. Right. Um, and the love part, I took more as family because he was so big. I mean, that he was shattered by his mother. True. You know, her dying and like him learning all this stuff. So I, I don't know. I didn't view that as like a, as a love interest as much as just. What is love? Because he know, yeah, what is love? Because he doesn't. He's angered at the world because he doesn't feel like he was loved or he wasn't loved enough or he wasn't enough for anyone, for his family. Yeah. For anyone. Right. Well, I don't know if that's how I took it, but I could be absolutely totally wrong. No. And that's why I wanted to ask because like, I wasn't sure where they were going with it, but I like that stance because it's also interesting because like he has that whole watching his life play out and his bro- like Thor saying like yeah. you were like everything to me I wanted us to like do stuff together for always and I love you right. and like Loki was like oh I was enough for this one person so it kind of flips the notion of like well what does right see I think that's his whole like he's seeking validation he's seeking love but family love not necessarily relationship love which I, I feel like it could way down the road be one of those once he figures out what 
family love is like being loved unconditionally that's only then can he actually is he worthy of a relationship love right it feels kind of like he's using sylvie as a way to discover who he is yeah um yeah absolutely yes that's how i take it cool i like that so insightful mom (laughs) i love that (laughs) well i don't know (laughs) maybe that's just because when i when i grew up with there well maybe i'm I'm seeking through her one real love unconditional love is (laughs) maybe oh jeez that's too much for me to unpack we gotta we'll have to bring someone else on for that (laughs) (laughs) no thanks brought many people on oh need don't even care anymore (laughs) um one of the other big things i wanted to talk about in this episode um and just kind of like my personal thoughts on it um, was that Loki has a big moment where he kind of has this, not coming out, but they confirm canonically, which canon, if you don't know Mon, means that like canon's like everything that is factual within a franchise. So like in the Fast and Furious 9, it's canon that Gal Gadot's character dies in the sixth movie, right? So like that's an immutable fact, kind of. So in this, in Loki, they confirm that he's bisexual because she asks have there been any other princesses or princes and he's like a bit of both which is supposed to be like this big revelation of like oh like you know lgbtq plus uh representation um within marvel which they have significantly lacked um and just in diversity itself they've lacked uh, a lot but I thought it was a cool moment, but I just thought it was a bit too late considering how many movies Loki's been in and the fact that he's probably not going to even romantically interact with another boy. They're just like saying he is. Um, I don't know how you felt about that moment. I think moment that you could like not even think about um, because it was so small, but it was a big moment for a lot of Marvel fans on Twitter that I had seen. So I I, want to bring it up. I mean, I knew it was a moment and that they were be- only par- because you have talked about it. Um, and being the mother of me, a, <laughs> no, no. Well, two, two things, being a mother of a son that has been his Marvel universe has been his life since he was very young. Um, and you, and then you coming out and being gay, that it gets a, it's a, I get that it's a big thing for, um, you and, you know, recognition. Um, but would I have known had I not been the mother of you? I don't know if I would have picked up, I don't know if it would have been a big, as big a deal. It would have just been, okay, that's cool for right. me. Uh, do you know, does that make any sense? Not making light of anything? No. But just n- being more like not having it be a big deal. Like there's times people around me talk about um, homosexuality, the um, anything revolving around that. And I don't, it's not a big, like for me, it's not a, big deal like I don't like I don't stop to, like some people would be like what what did you say and it's just not for me mm-hmm. like I don't think of like 
for instance, when you came out and you said to me, I think I'm gay. And I said, you know, I jokingly said, do you think, or do you know? And then I looked at you and I said, Owen, you're, you're Owen to me. You're just, you're Owen. You're not just Owen, but you're Owen. You're not gay, straight. You're, that's, you're Owen. And I, you're the same person you were to me 10 seconds ago that you are right now. However, but that wasn't to make light of what you were telling me or make light of your revelation. It was just me saying, fantastic. That's great. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love you. I right. love you. And I look at people that way. That's how I look at people. I don't look at them as Something anything other. other than who they are as a, as a human being. Yeah. I get to that. It's a long winded answer. So I guess I would have picked up on it and thought it was cool. Mm. But at the same time, I just, I guess I'm just going to say, I just can't hope we can get to a place in this world where it's not even a subject. Right. You I know, cause like being straight is not a sub. People don't ask me. You, yeah. You don't want it to be a subject in that. It's just, you just want it to be like a thing that's like common. Like it's so common yeah. that we don't even like question it or have to worry about like seeing certain people on screen and stuff like that. Right. Like which I, 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 I don't, I, I don't want it to be an something we have to talk, you know, that has to be talked about. I hope it just is is that's, right. that is my hope so and right. i think it's very cool that they're recognizing i don't want to belittle i don't want to make light of that because you have to start somewhere you no, have to recognize absolutely. it so it's great that they're doing that right um i mean it's important that people feel like part of the reason representation is important is because it's important for people to see themselves on like representative of the media they're consuming but right. so like that's why this is huge but right. ultimately you want it the reason representation is important is because we're not seeing it so right. eventually the goal is to be seeing it so much that representation becomes commonplace so right. it's important in that it becomes a norm not right. an oddity which is why i feel which is why i feel like making Loki bisexual is important because we need more queer characters but I also feel like it's kind of for this specifically it's kind of like it lacks weight behind it without like proof of because like you can say something um you could say someone's gay but never have them in a romantic relationship with another man on screen and then you just like said they are which you know that could be Which true is for a, a lot of other people. I mean, I don't want to make light of what they're doing. It's a start. No. It, it's, and I, I, I recognize that it's a start. Maybe it's a, you know, it's a, a little step in the right direction. Like, right, but yeah, maybe I, smaller I, than. Right, right. Yeah. So. Cool. I mean, I'm glad that they're trying. You got to start where you got to start somewhere. You can't. You know what? I will say this because I'll have to be, to be true to myself and my word and what I say, because there will be people listening to this that will be like, hmm, um, is that, and I hate the way that I don't like that I'm this way, mm-hmm. but I am <laughs> the pendulum when I decide to do, I can't be halfway in, mm-hmm. like, very simple, a diet, like, mm-hmm. 
I can't have just a few carbs or just a little bit of sugar because that leads to eventually a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar for me. Mm -hmm. So when I decided a year and a half ago to take control of my health and I cut out like French fries, people would laugh at me. think that's a big thing. I haven't had a French fry in a year and nine months. (laughs) Not that you're counting. That that is (laughs) It's huge for me, but that's what, like, but as soon as I have one, I know me. One mm. will lead to two very quickly, and two will lead to ten even quicker. And then ten will lead to a basket. Right. So I'm like, I, they, I kind of respect the fact that they've, they've said it, they've announced it, Loki confirmed it. But even if they don't have someone, so don't, I don't want to make light of them not having him showing him on screen with a man because mm-hmm. I kind of respect it. Because if they jumped in full on super hard into that, that'd be too much. Like they've introduced it. Does this make any sense how, what I'm saying? I think so. I think you're just, you're trying to be like, it's, you, you wouldn't want them to be like, make you want it to happen organically and feel earned not forced correct which is how it should happen it should be an earned and it should make sense to story um and so it shouldn't feel like a forced thing like they're just saying it to say it or they're just doing it to do it right Um, and i feel like if they threw it and he's like yes actually he's like i you know I dated this girl and then, you know, I was really in love with this man. And then they like have him show, like it would not feel organic. It would not it would feel like force, like, Hey world, we're proving that we, you know, we're accepting of this and we're showing this and it would feel like I would rather have it happen organically personally. That's just me personally. I totally get that. So, but I'm also not in your shoes. I'm also not, No, I would like it to be organic also. I think the, I, I mean, that's what you want. And so like, I, you know, that's, that's normal then, right? Then in my mind, then we're not, it's not like, I think it's gets to where I eventually want this world to be where you don't have to say, hi, my name's Owen and I'm gay. You know, I'm just like, hi, I'm Jenny and I'm straight. I mean, it shouldn't be, hi, I'm Jenny. Love me for Jenny, who right. I who I am, or hate me for who I am. I don't care, but <laughs> I don't have to announce what I am. Right, totally get that. Yeah, and that's what I want for you. That's what I want for. I don't. I it shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't have to look at. I don't know. I'm gonna get too deep. Someone shut up. <laughs> You're fine <laughs> because I get very protective. Oh well, thank you. And this thing is, well, I just kind of wanted to pick your brain because, you know, that's kind of, I was interested. I think it was a small step in the right direction, but I hope that they, you know, they do more. It, I hope it's not Marvel or Disney because like announced like, this is the first gay character in like a bunch of stuff, but it's been like very small moments characters that are forgettable. Like LeFou in Beauty and the Beast or a character that's, a main character that's in the background of a Star Wars film. And those are kind of like throwaways to be like, well, we're doing it, but they don't, those characters feel forced because they don't offer a lot to 
to the community. They they just let it. They say it, but then they don't follow up with anything. Exactly. So I think you and I are of the same mind. Where like you want it to be that thing where it's like said, oh, drop but it. Let yeah. it or let it organically happen, but don't drop. Don't just say announce and say okay, we've done our part, and now we're not going to go back to it. Absolutely. Gradually let it be something. Exactly. Yes, exactly. and I I get the yes. You and awesome. I are on you and I are on the same page about that. Ah, <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> well, um, that's kind of the last thing I wanted to talk about as far as Loki. Are there? Do you have like I've talked about my theories or like what I want for the future of the show or in the next three episodes? Can you believe we're already halfway through? Um, but what do you kind of hope for like the next? three episodes i guess other than clarity <laughs> yeah i was i was going to say that like i don't think i know enough to i don't i don't know enough i want to learn more i guess that's my hope in the next three episodes like to learn more about loki i like that i like, want cuz i don't i don't have enough to like be able to say oh i want the blah 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 i just mm-hmm. want to learn more about him because honestly and in the movies, I have not liked his character, and mm-hmm. I want to like him by the right. end of this. Well, and I think... I or think at least that's understand what's been, him. Yeah, I think that's what's been cool about these TV shows, is that they've been more character studies about the people, whereas, mm-hmm. like, the movies can feel like they're events. Like, they're right. just, like, something has to happen, whereas these things do happen, but it's kind of more focused on, like, who are the people... Yes. And like, why do they act this way? Why and are that's they? Personally, what draws me into a series or, you know, a franchise is mm-hmm. me learning more in depth about the character and who they are. Right. It's like kind of so, fans, my family's franchise of choice is the Fast and Furious franchise, um, more than probably any other movie series. But I think a large part of that is because having just rewatched I like everything. Born is, you know, a big one. But it's oh, Born is also a big one. But it's the same thing is you get yeah. to learn. You have these characters you fall in love with, but you get to learn more about like who they are as people and family members. And, you know, right. I think that's why they can they resonate. It's not them doing action chase sequence, which is fun because who doesn't like fast cars? But you feel that familial connection. First and foremost. Correct. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of movies, this kind of segues into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which was the two upcoming movies that we have very soon. So first, I wanted to ask, did you watch the Shang-Chi trailer? I know you said no, you thought it existed. No, to me, but no, I didn't watch it. <laughs> well, you'll have to watch it and let us know what you uh, I'm really excited for it. It's... It's supposed to be the cool, like, Enter the Dragon, like, martial arts-focused film. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be cool. I really like the actor who's in it. And I think it looks really interesting between... Not only is the cast, like, phenomenal. Like, Aquafina's in it. Um, what's her name? Michelle Yu or Yo. Um, sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, but I'm just, like... I think it looks so, so good. And they teased some characters from other Marvel properties that were in it. So, like, one is the Abomination, who last appeared in The Incredible Hulk, um, 
which was like forever ago. I think 10 years ago yeah, when that yeah, came out. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> so, and that was when Edward Norton Jr. Not Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's cool that they're kind of bringing that character back abomination even if it's an easter egg for this film and then he will have a bigger role which she hulk mom is a it's going to be a half hour comedy show uh-huh. but she hulk is a character who in the comics she's the cousin of bruce banner who needs a blood transfusion after she gets in an accident, but because she gets a blood transfusion from Bruce Banner, she gets some of the Hulk stuff and she becomes She-Hulk. And yeah, but she's a little cooler in that she has more control of being the Hulk. So she's like aware, she just becomes like much bigger, taller, stronger and green. But she's also a lawyer. (laughs) She's like a superhero lawyer. So it'll be, that'll be, it's supposed to be a funny comedy, whatever, but that's kind of what that show will be. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. And it should be next year, assuming that they hold to their timelines of things. But uh, um, yeah, so I'm excited. And then we saw another character from like Doctor Strange, um, which is cool. I think that was Wong. Um, some people have argued that it's not, but um, I know that means nothing to you right now. But for the listeners who know... Um, <laughs> It could or could not be Wong, who's in the cage match. But I think the trailer has, like, a lot of promise. There's some really cool moments. There's this really cool... Okay, so this is the part that's going to get my mom out of the movie, guys. But she should watch the trailer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's this cool shot in the trailer of this, like, lake. And he interacts with this water dragon. It's, like, a huge, huge dragon. Um which there are dragons in the Marvel comics, but in the comics, they explain them as like these alien creatures that came to earth. So that's the explainer, even though I just know I lost mom. She may hang up guys, but (laughs) um, it looks, it just looks really beautiful. And I think you'd like it for the action stuff. Uh, Well, not even action, but it's like, I just don't like that stuff, but you know what? Whatever. I'll watch it for you. Well, it's more like a family. Like his dad's a mob boss who, like, he, like, works with this international mafia. It's actually the mafia who was behind the kidnapping of Tony Stark and Iron Man, like, the first Iron Man. Okay. So. I can appreciate that. Yeah. So he's this big mob boss who raised his kid who has no superpowers um, to be, like, the next mob boss. But the kid doesn't want to be a mob boss. He's just, like, I just want to, like, vibe and, like, have, like, fun friends. And the dad's, (laughs) like, I'm going to hunt you because... I invested too much in you kind of thing. It's like the family element. Come on. <laughs> um, anyway, but a movie that is more up your speed, that is much more like Bourne, is also coming out in 12 days, and that would be Black Widow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, I'm excited about that one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that one looks really, really good. I actually, I didn't tell you this, Mom, but... Nick and I rebooked our movie tickets twi- three times to yes, get. Yes, did actually tell me. Yeah, we wanted the best theater with the best seats, so now we're seeing it at ten thirty in Dolby on Thursday night when it comes oh. out. Oh, Owen. Nick suggested ten thirty actually, but that was selfish because he wanted to play World of Warcraft that night yes. still. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not shocking. 
not talking. But um, but we have better seats, so it's fine. <laughs> That's but, why uh, Jeff was happy we were finally going to record this podcast today so that he could play video games. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for Black Widow. I think the more I hear about it, it, it sounds really good. The The critics have raved and have really, really loved it um, so far. So I cool. think it'll be this really fun film. Where we and get when's to- that out again? That comes out July 9th. So that'll be, and it comes out on Disney Plus and in theaters on July 9th. So um, you'll be able to watch it from the comfort of your home oh, with me. That's so nice, isn't it? <laughs> and then I did she, that just for me. <laughs> I did that just for you. Well, that's the last film they're doing it for, though, because uh, Shang Chi is going to be just in theaters. It's not even that I don't mind going to the movie theater. It's just people these days it's just people i can't deal with people these days well it was nice this is gonna be go off topic guys but i loved the theaters when they were doing socially distancing (laughs) i had no one around me to bother me and last not last night but when we saw fast and furious nine fast saga they they got rid of that and all of a sudden people were sitting right next to us and i was like Oh, no. It wasn't even that I was afraid of COVID. I'm vaccinated. I take care of myself. I'm really, really, really careful. I just don't like people being around me. You can just end there. You just don't like yeah, people. I just don't like people. <laughs> I'm like, I barely tolerate my my friends and Nick when they come with me. I'm just like, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been shushed and told to shut up many times. Many, many times. Because you got, you're going to miss Anyway, you see the problem. (laughs) And I just don't like people. Yeah. I mean, we're very similar. (laughs) I'm like, they can, I don't know, they're on their phones. I don't know. I've just just got six people. Yeah. (laughs) A year and a half without them was not long enough. (laughs) Well, I didn't realize how used to it I got, which, you know, probably isn't a good thing, but I did really get used to it. Well, yeah, and it just feels like people have lost manners. They've forgotten how to drive, first and foremost. Oh, guys, so sorry. If you're one of these people, don't hate us. We're <laughs> well, just, it's all of Or Colorado. you probably relate. It's literally all of Colorado, so I... Honestly, people who listen probably relate, and they're probably like, yeah, people are the worst, even though we're all probably talking about ourselves, too. Like, there's so many people no, who are like, I'm that guy. Driver. I am a good driver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best. No one's ever been better than me. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say I was the best. And I didn't say no one's been better. But I am a good driver. <laughs> well, she taught me how to drive, guys. So I guess I'm a good driver. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because we couldn't put your dad in the... <laughs> Sorry, that's <Matt>. true. <laughs> it caused too much stress. That's <laughs> fair. A lot of it's self-inflicted by me. But, you know... <laughs> Um, oh, you know your dad was okay he got used to sitting in the back seat for a long time <laughs> because as soon as you got your license Alex got a permit <laughs> true oh, you uh, poor and by the way Alex in our family is the best driver she is the best driver so, like that's not a question that's and I facts. think I'm a really good driver so it's a lot for me to say that but she is by far i Oh, absolutely. By far the best driver in the family. 
Oh yeah, it's not even a question. Like I don't even take offense. I'm like yeah. honestly, she's one of the she's an awesome, like probably one of the better drivers on the roads. Period. She, and that's and I mean that she is she she gets it. She does. But now she's becoming a backseat driver. So well, the other day I had to tell her to stop. I was like, you know what, Alex? Uh-uh. You can complain about anybody else on the road you want, but don't start with me. I mean, no one's perfect. Because she has started, like, she puts her she puts her foot down to brake now. I'm like, oh, Alex, you gotta fight your urges. <laughs> I think that's a genetic thing. Because I put my foot down to brake sometimes, too. anyway (laughs) we've gotten off topic again but um mom thank you for doing this again i you know really love talking with you and i have a lot of fun um listeners i apologize for this being so long but you know we're all reintegrating into society and some of us like better or worse than others so it's (laughs) it's been harder to like make time (laughs) whereas before i didn't have anything to do so you got a new job so you've been you've been busy that's true so it's it's okay you've been you've been busy thanks mom i really just was looking for that validation and for an excuse so (laughs) not sorry listeners (laughs) (laughs) but uh thank you again i'm glad you're liking loki um i really wasn't sure if you were going to like this show but i'm glad it's kind of um it's found your sweet spot. I think you'll probably be a bigger fan of the TV shows than you will be the movies. Of the movie? Of the movies. Just in general. Oh. Just because you've liked, you've vibed with, like, the characters of this more. Although I you... think I'll enjoy the movies more now. That's true. Because I actually understand them. Whereas before, I didn't, I didn't understand them. So I actually think this is going to help me to understand the movies better and get into the movies more like you won't I mean I go to the movies willingly because I just want to spend time with you and I don't mind it's you know I like the movies and truthfully I love popcorn so to get movie theater popcorn sure I'll go and but sometimes it's a good nap I, for you <laughs> I sometimes would fall asleep <laughs> and I don't know if I would do that now because I'd be into the I'd be more into the movie because I'd be more into the character. Yeah, true. Or you'd be panicked. I'd be like, so did you catch this? And you'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I was scared I was snoring. So. <laughs> yeah, fair. Regardless, Black Widow will be one. I think that's one you could actually watch with Alex, because uh, my sister, because I think she would actually get a kick out of that one. Oh, I think she will like it too. Now, getting her to admit that I think she'll like it will be, you know, the chore. Well, I don't know. We made her watch. We didn't make her, but she watched Wonder Woman 1984 with us, and she rated it higher than I ever expected her to. So, <laughs> she will do that for you. That's true. So that's you know she will watch that stuff for you, which is enormous. Because but there was a day she wouldn't have done that. Yeah. So, but her sitting down and watching with me, yeah, might not have much luck, but that's okay because she would she do waiting- it. Day she would do it. You'd be like, we're press and play. <laughs> That's true. There are days where I have done that, even with like my latest and greatest love of Yellowstone. True. I'm like, we're watching it, so just put it on. 
Well, maybe that weekend it comes out, you we can do a family viewing experience and we can do a group watch and you oh, can yeah, make Dad and Alex that. watch with you. Yeah, we should do that. Perfect. Sorry, Dad Sorry listeners, you're not listening to our scheduling of family events. All right. Okay. If you too want to watch with us, we will be watching at... <laughs> um, well, thank you again. I'm really excited for the continuation of these um, moving forward. And yeah. I hope, listeners, if you enjoy, please let us know. Um, if you ever want to submit questions to us, uh, you can follow us at, mo- at Mom's Cinematic U on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and you, yeah, just like follow along, and I'm sure we'll have more to say. <laughs> yes. All and right. thank you for listening. Always. Thank you for listening. <laughs> for all time always that's the loki slogan anyway sorry oh <laughs> good to know <laughs> that's the time variance authorities like slogan in this show they've been like for all time always <laughs> oh, that's right <laughs> yeah um anyway have a great rest of your day and until we talk to you guys again yes thanks everyone <laughs> thanks, <Mom>. thanks everyone <laughs> bye bye